everybody, this is Ed from the Whiskey Tangent Podcast here with another Whiskey Short. And as always, I'm with Scott. Hey, everybody. And today we're going to do a reboot of an episode way, way back in the early days of the podcast. Episode 9. Elijah Craig and Evan Williams. Yes, two angry men. So harken back, if you will, almost three years to said episode in which we featured the small batch expressions of Elijah Craig and Evan Williams. And we told the origin stories of the whiskeys as well as the two men they were named after. So in sort of a quasi sequel, we're going to compare their single barrel expressions in what I call two men too angry, the Evan Williams versus Elijah Craig single barrel battle. I think it's important to note that we were the two angry men in that episode. Right. We were in no way alluding to any evidence or indication that Elijah Craig or Evan Williams were angry men. That is correct. Scott and I were just simply telling stories about how we get angry for no good reason. <laughs> yes. Curmudgeonness. Yeah. Right, right. We're old, cranky white guys. Yeah. Get off my lawn. <laughs> God damn you. Stay away from my car. Shouting at clouds. Turn that music down. Uh, so we're going to taste the Evan Williams first. I will know. not put my pants back on. <laughs> Oh, wait, no, that's not. <laughs> well, it depends on the context, I guess. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're going to taste the Evan Williams first. Uh, yes. Like I said, go back and listen to the episode if you want to hear the stories behind these. We're just going to get right into it. The description of the single barrel itself mm-hmm. is I just have a paragraph on it. Every year yeah. since 1986, Evan Williams has been releasing a single barrel version of their classic bourbon, and to this day is still the only vintage dated single barrel bourbon on the market. Similar to the way vintage wines are selected, distillers select individual barrels that meet the specifications that they've established. Then each bottle is marked with the vintage date it was put into oak, along with the year it was bottled and the exact barrel number of the single barrel that the bourbon was drawn from. For example, yes, the bottle we have for Evan Williams was barreled on March 27th, 2014. It was barrel number 117, and it was bottled on January 28th of this year, 2022. So that makes it seven years to 10 months. So unique. Yeah. So I was telling Ed that there might be a reason for us to be angry about this particular thing because Ed was saying that he really likes the flavor of this because we've had these before, but we're going to put them through our paces. Yeah. So as we reported just last week on our first news podcast... New expressions of Evan Williams are now being made available only at the Evan Williams Bourbon Experience in Louisville and at select Kentucky retailers. No, I did know that. So I already was mad about that. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, because it's very cheap here. It's $32 or so. You can even find it for 30 sometimes. It's a low proof. It's sometimes I like what I like to call a Wednesday whiskey, you know? I just want to have <laughs> one without getting crippled, you know? Right. We, we drink so much high proof on the podcast. Yeah. This is an 86.6 proof expression with tremendous flavor. I think it's delicious. I really do. And we'll see if Scott agrees. I mean, Scott had this, but he's had it a long time. I don't think Scott has any mental framework to what to go off of this. No, it's been quite a while, although when I opened it and poured it, it smelled delicious. It has a wonderful nose, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah, so this is a single-barrel Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Its proof is 86.6, as you said, pretty low. The mash bill is uh, the Heaven Hill mash bill. It's 78% corn, 10% rye, 12% malted barley, 7 years, 10 months, as we stated. Uh, The distiller blender bottler is Heaven Hill, of course. One of my favorites. Uh, uh, the price, how much you get this for? I got this one for $31.99 at Benash. No, it's just really inexpensive. Yeah. And the only info other than that I have here is um, it says on their website that they have won Whiskey of the Year five times in different competitions and publications. But this particular bourbon, the, the one that we're drinking now, was personally selected by the Master Distiller at Heaven Hill, which is, I would imagine, a pretty important job with the amount of whiskey that they put out there. Yeah. And so let's take a smell of it. Yeah. 
We're taking the cap off of our neat glasses after giving it a swirl. Oh, look at that. Uh, a gnat is dead in my glass. Its final act in its life was to taste some Evan Williams single barrel. Well, I mean, that may slightly affect the tasting notes. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, if I was a gnat, I can't really think of a better way to go out. It's not recommended to drink this with insects, but uh, <laughs> Scott's picking it out. There we go. And we're, gonna, we're not going to waste the whiskey. No, no. He drank a very little bit. <laughs> oh, wait, I got to pour some. <laughs> yeah, pour, you want some more to replace what the gnat drank? Yeah. Replacing what the gnat drank. <laughs> All right. So the nose on this, you oh. couldn't be more traditional, in my opinion, of what you expect a sweet, mm. corn-heavy, mash bill bourbon to smell like. Yeah, it's nice, light, and sweet, and fruity. Sweet corn, vanilla. I mean, vanilla bomb all over it on your nose. Yeah, I get like a, a very sweet, like, pear. Yeah. One of those where you bite into the pear and it's just juicy. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, we talk about that. We're like, pears are such a bitch, all right? <laughs> pears are. They're a bitch, and you all agree with me. Mm. Like, you bite a pear, like, fuck a day early, right? Or it's, like, <laughs> now just, like, kind of, like, mushy. Yeah. And then you get that perfect pear, people. You bite it, and you're like, yes. You know, the Bartlett that is just hard to find. It's just the like avocados. Like, they're perfect for, like, five minutes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, your pear is perfect from, like, 6 to 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> exactly. I don't smell pear, but I definitely smell an incredible sweetness. Yeah, and that's my attempt to describe that. It's intensely sweet on the nose. Did you taste it? No, I didn't. Okay. Let's taste it now. All right. Hmm. You know, it's funny. I don't know if, if, if it's because you influenced me. <laughs> Maybe. I taste, I taste pear. Okay. I actually do kind of taste what you were smelling. Hmm. My God. This is delicious. I could just literally drink this all day. For as low proof as this is, I expected this to be sort of light flavor, yeah. but it's really super flavorful yeah. and surprisingly to me, oaky and spicy. Oaky and spicy and every bit 86.6. Like there is a burn to this. Yeah, it's not given up. It's not thin. For no, such a, you know. it's not. It has uh, a pretty thick mouthfeel. If somebody didn't tell me it was, and I yeah. was trying to guess at the proof, I would have said maybe like 92. 90, yeah, 92, 94. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but 86.6, no way. And like I said, there's not a lot of low proof whiskeys I really like to drink. Basil Hayden for 80 proof has a lot of flavor. I like a distillery from Philadelphia, the Kinsey Distillery. Their main products come in around 86 to 87. Okay. You know, I like the ones that are finished in their wine cast there, the Zinfandel or the Cabernet. And we also um, like a lot of uh, Irish expressions right, that right, have right. in that 80 to Which I do range. also drink on a weekday when I'm not trying to get, you know. Yeah. Because sometimes when you're out, I, I don't want 125 <laughs> right. proof. You know, you drink two 125 proofs, it's like having three of these. Yeah. So two of these over three hours, you're fine. Um, Look at you being all sensible and shit. Well, yeah, you know, listen, we are hardcore advocates against drinking and driving. Yeah, I mean, it's gotten me. We have breathalyzers and everybody. We yeah, give, we give right. people tests before they can even leave when they're here yeah. recording with us. Right. Though we do tell them that if you hit a tree, the breathalyzer is unofficial. <laughs> don't don't blame us. We give a disclaimer before right. we give them the right. breathalyzer. Right, because we gave them the whiskey too, so I feel like it's <laughs> Well, that, that is true. Uh, you tasting anything else on this? I feel like it has a bit of citrus. A little bit. Yeah. Like an orange. Yes. Sweet, like an orange rind. More orange than lemon, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's still a vanilla bomb for me, even when I'm drinking it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to get past the spiciness and oak, and I'm going to drop some water we, in. Oh my God, we both grabbed our water <laughs> at the exact same moment. If I was just drinking this out in yeah. the world, it doesn't really need it, but no. to bring out maybe some uh, different flavor profiles, why not? Right. Hmm. Hmm. It is different. I don't know if it helped it or not. No, it changed, I'm not sure. It, it changed it. To me, it's a little bit sweeter. 
Yeah. Because um, I wasn't getting a whole lot of sweet because mm-hmm. the uh, spiciness in the oak is very present on this. And like I said, very surprising. I think it's where you focus. I was focusing on the beginning of the sip, yeah. which is very sweet. And I think you're right. There's oak and spice on the finish for this. I mean, I don't even know why we're doing this for people now that you can't even get it anymore. I mean, when we originally <laughs> scheduled to do this, we didn't know that Heaven Hill was going to just basically crap all over the rest of the country. Yeah, this is a sort of new development. But there were probably some stuff still left on the shelves. Yeah, get but- out there now. So if nothing else, follow up to the news we gave you last week week uh evan williams single barrel if you want to try it there's stuff on the shelf right now when it's gone there yeah. won't be more yeah you'll have to go to kentucky to get yeah. it and so you uh let's do the tasting notes these okay. are theirs um because every single barrel is different so this mm-hmm. is sort of the taste profile that they're, they're always aiming for right, right, right. so uh on the nose dark caramel sweet oak and charred wood yeah oh nice uh, on the palate lush and spicy oak with honey apple and orange notes and the finish is long graceful and relaxed <laughs> Mm. No, we had the orange and we had the spicy and we had the uh, vanilla, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess honey would be a description of the sweetness. Yeah, um, yeah, right. Yours was more vanilla. I vanilla I, sugar cookie. I would tend toward more vanilla than honey, but I mean, I can yeah. see honey in this. Yeah. Don't call me honey. I was going to say that. I was, <laughs> you were going to say that. I was letting you have that one. <laughs> All right. Do you want to go right into the Elijah Craig? Yeah, so the Elijah Craig yeah. is much darker, but Scott's going to tell you why. Yeah. So the description I have for this is... Aside from their 18-year expression, Elijah Craig single barrel releases are available only as private selections at liquor stores and bars. Prior to last year, the bottles and labeling were basically no different from their entry-level small-batch counterparts, but as of March 2021, all that changed. In addition to bearing the word single barrel on the front of the bottle and around the neck, they're also being offered at barrel proof instead of at the standard 94 proof. The new labels also bear the name of the store or bar, the barrel serial number, and an age statement. So this is also a single barrel Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey from Heaven Hill. It's proof, though, yeah. is much higher. It's 122.2. This is a private barrel pick from Benash. Right. This is the same mash bill? Same mash bill. That's going to be interesting as yeah. hell, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. So same mash bill. One's cast strength. One's 86. Yeah. And the and what, age of this one, the Elijah years. Craig is 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. So we got seven-ish, well, almost eight versus right. 10. Right. A lot of people out there know that I'm a Henry McKenna 10-year fan. Also same mash bill. Yes. So this is a different tenure expression of the same mash bill. Right. And, but, but like higher proof. Yeah. What's that McKenna? 90? 96? Bottle and bonds. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you know that. I know. That's Chris Tucker. And you know this. <laughs> and you know this. I'm going to mm. cut all of that. <laughs> you, sh- that you should cut. I should. I am shamed. What's the proof on the bottle and bond, Ed? <laughs> Shame. Did you say it was bottle and bond or you just said it was 10 years? No, I, I but say I know it. it's or bottle I and bond. Say, yeah. I do know it. Um, yeah. I think Knob Creek single barrels also only store picks now. Oh, right? yeah. I think so too. That's, yeah. another, that's a trend yeah, they're, now they're that we're starting seeing. to do that. Yeah. And these once private again, barrel picks are really popular. And it's like the Benash shout out show every time we come on here, but they have some <laughs> great Knob Creek single barrels. Yeah. I feel like people get, oh, Benash or whatever. Well, I mean, if, seriously, if you live within an hour of Benash, you should make the drive. And probably wherever you live, there probably is a Benash. There's not a Benash, but there's something that would be the closest you can get to it. That's what I mean. Benash at any time has 25 single barrels in their place. It's almost overwhelming. You walk in, they're right yeah. there, and you have to look at every yeah. one of them because you might miss something really good. You have to get a second job if you go to Benash because like, there's so many you want to buy. Like, when you start thinking how much whiskey you spend on your monthly budget, like there's no, there's no whiskey line there, first of all. You can make one, though. <laughs> right. You can put it as an, one of your others, and others, then it's like, yeah. but nowhere is it supposed to be like $300 for whiskey. Oh, no. Per, per week? Is that it? <laughs> 
All right, let's uh, let's smell if this. If we only could get famous enough to make it all tax deductible. Mm. Okay, the nose is actually not as sweet as the Evan Williams, but I get peanut butter. Huh, really? Yeah. So I had swirled it and I took the cap off and the first thing was peanuts. And then the sweetness came in. It was like, it smelled like peanut butter to me. And then that kind of all went away and I smell fruits. I'm quiet because I don't smell any of that. You, you don't know? smell any of that? I, give, I, right. I put the cap back on. I re-swirled. Okay. I want to take another smell. I can definitely get peanuts. Okay. So yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Not like I've gotten in some other places. It's interesting, but it is definitely peanuts. Yeah. It's not like the Jim Dean products where no. it's very peanutty. It's not that peanutty. I can't believe it's the same mash bill. <laughs> yeah, no, this smells completely different. I don't different. smell as much vanilla. I definitely can sense the oak. Yeah, and there's a, a more earthy kind yes. of stuff, like maybe a tobacco Yeah, like leathery yeah, yeah, like tobacco. Yeah, definitely an, an herbaceous type of smell. Yeah, I'm getting a lot of leather now that have put that yeah. in my head. Let's taste it. Mm. I'm definitely getting the peanut butter now. Oh, yeah. are you? Uh-huh. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, it's so spicy. It's like a spicy peanut butter. Yeah, it's really, it's really, really nice. peppery. I need to put water in right away, though. Yeah, it's too hot for me. It's very high. It's like, hard to taste something when it's 122 it, it, to me like, and get a lot of the nuances. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try to see what I can get before putting the water in because I'm definitely putting some water in, but see if I can taste anything but spicy peanut butter. <laughs> so much oak. I'm definitely more, getting some orange citrus on it now. That With the water in it? Yep. I'm getting more of those like um, tobacco, yeah, tobacco and leather and flavors, leather yeah, especially on the finish. Yeah, it's all in the finish to me, yeah. along with pepper. All right, so I put some water in. Yeah, let's see what you get now. Mm, sweeter, fruitier. That leathery dryness is still there, though. This is fantastic. It really is. It's got tremendous flavor. It really is and good. I think this was coming in at around $60, which when you're talking calf strength, when you're talking 10 years old, the flavor profile that this has, it rivals a lot of stuff like the Kentucky Owls or... Even the Lucky Seven, mm, yeah, which are really good, but they start at seventy-five and go up to one hundred and twenty-five. You know, so the fruit that I'm tasting, what do yeah. you think that is? It's so I mean, I drying. Got, I got orange, but there was something else with it. I didn't know if it was black cherry. Oh, yeah, but I totally taste the black cherry. I'm picking up what you're throwing down there, and some cinnamon on the finish, mm. I, I, like a cinnamon baking spice type of thing. Oh yeah, no, no, that's fair. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Before it kind of dries. This is very drying. What's the tasting notes say? Should we be tasting? All right. So the tasting notes I have was from Single Malt Savvy. And I chose this specifically because it was a pick from this year. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Thought it might be similar to what we have. That's fair. Good detective work. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> I am the Batman. <laughs> On the nose, peanut brittle, wood char, sweet corn, toffee, cigar box, mm. allspice, crumb cake, burnt sugar with a deep oak throughout. Wow. I mean... We had some notes there for sure. <laughs> yeah. I think the cigar boxes are most validating because we, we said tobacco. Yeah. And I think their tasting of toffee yeah. is kind of what I was smelling. Peanut, peanut brittle, brittle also and toffee. And yeah. I have to tell you, the first time I took the sip, peanut brittle is what I tasted, but you kind of dragged me to peanut butter. You <laughs> know what I mean? So I didn't want to say peanut brittle because I thought that I would just sound like I was being condescending. Like, oh, no, no, it's peanut brittle. Like, so when have you ever not <laughs> tried to be condescending? <laughs> I'm more like a condensation because I'm always hot. Right. I mean, it's like 68 degrees in here right now. He made me turn down the air conditioning. It feels great. My toes are cold. I love it. (laughs) Oh, the palate. Oh, holy black cherry up front. Oh, that's what it says. Dark chocolate. Mm, That's interesting. More of that deep oak chocolate syrupy sweetness, fig jam, vanilla, and a minty, almost savory note. 
All right. Well, I'm glad they said black cherry. I'm impressed yeah. by that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. On the finish, thick mouth coating and full of flavor. Yeah, Absolutely. Definitely, Gabe, if you were here. Yeah. Oily mouthfeel. Oily for mouthfeel. Sure. A high viscosity. Yeah. We'll give you two cha-chings for that one. Cherry Danish. That's an interesting tasting note. Mm. Uh, big sweet oak, pipe tobacco, cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, there you go. Leather, dark dried fruit, baking spice. The yeah. finish is incredibly long and pleasant. Ours yeah. is a little drying, I think. Yeah. I, just tasting it now again, I got yeah. a lot of brown sugar. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, good news, bad news. Okay. Um, these are both excellent. <laughs> bad news, they're both incredibly hard to find. Yeah. So the Evan Williams is not going to be available outside of Kentucky from now on. It's called Evan Williams Single Barrel Vintage, and it's got a black wax top. Go out and find it. It's not expensive, and uh, they're not going to be around long. So, you know, grab whatever you can because whatever's out is it. Yeah. Now, the Elijah Craig, you could get one anytime, anywhere, but there's no set place to go get them. You have to wait for someone to do a store pick yeah. near you. And then you have to buy it. Interesting that both of these single barrel expressions and Heaven Hill is making them sort of exclusive. Right. I'm going to take a splash of each without water. Yeah, let's taste them side by side. Hmm. I mean, the lightness of the proof on the Evan Williams is sort of, I'm, I won't say it's harming it, but it's being overwhelmed by the high proof of the Elijah Craig. That's why you got to drink some water between them. Well, you know what? Water it down to where you think it would be around 86 right? Which would be a, a decent splash of water. I'll tell you what you think of it. They should be tasting almost identical at this point. <laughs> they do taste a lot closer together, but they, I think the distinguishing difference is that the peanuts on the Elijah Craig. Yeah. I finished on the Ever Williams. What? It's so sweet and delicious. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I can't, it's just it's right night. up your alley. It, it really is. I could drink this all day. And I mean, if I had like two of these an hour, I could go the entire day and, and be exactly as I am now. It's very good. And so like everybody knows now that Ed likes his stuff really sweet and the Everton Williams is very sweet. Well, like we were saying, even with water on it and even in comparison to the Elijah Craig, it still has an oaky spicy note at the finish. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's still a nice, well-rounded whiskey. Yeah. I mean, I don't want Hennessy. <laughs> All right. It doesn't have to be that sweet. I'm not right, looking for brandy. Cognac, I'm not looking for I brandy. Jesus. I'm just saying that Christ. I like candy notes on my whiskey. But yet, mm. some of my favorite stuff are rise or high rise. Yeah. So uh, I think I already know the answer. But which one do you like better? If I have to take a bottle home with me, I'll take in the Evan Williams because I don't have to do anything to it. If I have the Elijah Craig, I'm going to put it on the globe. I'm going mm -hmm. to watch it for a minute or two, let it get down to about a 105, 108. Yep. Because it's going to open up a lot of things I like in it. You know, Scott and Jeff are going to drink it straight out the bottle, like a bunch of winos <laughs> sitting on your porch with a problem. <laughs> Paper bag. Yeah, right. <laughs> but listen, I'm a sucker for something you can't get again. Like, I can't get this particular bottle ever again. It's from this barrel. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm a marketing department's dream. <laughs> right. <laughs> for example, the Evan Williams. I'm going to go out and scour the countryside looking for Evan Williams. Like, I'm the guy that believes a mattress store is going out of business. <laughs> <laughs> I buy a bed every month because I think they're going out of business and they never close. Oh, well, that's a good bed. <laughs> uh, Scott, you don't understand. It's a good bed. They're going out of business, man. You're getting a good deal here. Like, I've really been working on drinking other stuff. Scott's helped me. You know, it's like a therapy. Yeah. It's like, so I can't get Henry McKenna tenure as much as I like, though I have how many bottles in my house? Mm, five. Yes, I do. So, <laughs> but I don't have six anymore because I opened one and I left it on the oh, shore. Oh, well, that's a shame. I took, I, yeah, I took one down the shore and I left it there. Shame. But I've learned if I can't find that, four roses single barrels, fine. Oh, yeah. 
Elijah Craig toasted barrels good. Mm-hmm. You're evolving. Oh, just last week, I found two bottles of the Willet Family State Rye. Oh, yeah. Total wine for $49. I mean, oh. that's right where it should be. Yeah, great price. And I will pay, don't tell stores this, but I would pay probably $59. So, um, beep, 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 beep. Hello, Total Wine. Hello, Total Wine. If there's a large man in there uh, hanging around, the, the Willet, you know, don't sell it for less than $20 over where you're selling it. Okay, bye. Hello, elementary schools. There's a tall bald man hanging around the playground. <laughs> don't let the kids out for recess. <laughs> oh, shit. Scottophile. <laughs> Scottophile. That's so wrong. Oh, God. We have to cut that down. <laughs> <laughs> the only 10-year-olds I like are Elijah Craig. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think that's it. These are both amazing. I'm going to pour a nice dram of the Evan Williams. Scott's going to pour some Elijah Craig. Yeah. Anytime you can come across a single barrel for a company that you like, the person who distills whiskey for a living has determined that this is one of their best barrels. They selected it. They bottled it and they sent it to you. It's worth taking a shot at that because why in the hell would they send you a shitty barrel? Right. So for the Whiskey Tangent Podcast, I'm Ed. I'm Scott. Cheers, everybody. Later. Later.